This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Yo, what is the going on world? It is your boy, Ryan Lewis here, bringing you another, another episode of Ran Out Loud. And I just got to start off and say thanks to every, thank you to everybody that has listened, shared, liked, you know, showing love. And I really appreciate it. I just, you know, still finding my footing with this podcasting. I know something I've, it's something I've wanted to do for the longest, actually. And I think about regrets. I think I should have went to school for like radio you know like communications and journalism and all that you know because I just I not to brag but I I have an excellent radio voice <laughs> but anyways so I am coming to you fresh off the season four premiere of Insecure on HBO and let me tell you I love that show. I think I speak for millions and millions and millions of people that feel the same way. It's just from the the scenes, I can't say it, cinematography, anyways, to to the beautiful ass black people, both men and women, the melanin all popping. It's just, uh, you're in your mid, you know, late 20s, early 30s. You can relate. So relatable. Um, and the music, oh my God. It's no wonder that creator and the star, Lisa Ray, has started her own uh, record label called Radio. Her name is I-S-S-A and Issa Ray. So it's called Radio, R-A-E, you know, something like that. And I think it's so neat. But anyways, we are in season four. It took the longest to come back. I think the last episode aired in like September. September of 2018 and season three, yeah, season three ended in September 2018 and due to, you know, sis was booked, Issa Rae, and Issa Rae was booked and busy, you know, she had a, a few movies that are, I came, a movie that, a couple movies that came out within the last, you know, since then, some TV appearances, whatever, Launching her label, and I am at assist. She is booked. I am here for you know all the content she has coming out. It's just she's phenomenal. Like I just can't even express it because it's just so relatable. Like in one way or another, stories I will never tell. <laughs> Maybe soon, someday, one day. But 
Yeah, so let me just, you know, I caught up on season one, two, and three about a week ago, uh, two weeks ago, and just kind of find find myself laughing out loud because, my God, Issa was just, just so awkward and funny and just... In one form, one way or another, we are Issa. We are Issa. She is us. She represents the awkward people in the world. Awkward black people, not just black girls, black people, men and women, because I I see myself in her a little bit. But, you know, this season, you know, like, I see... I. Just from off the gate, you know, I, I actually want to start doing this. I want to, her and Molly are, well, no, 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 let me go to the beginning. You know, she is on the couch watching that a show. And she, it took her a minute, but she said, you know, she don't really fuck with Molly like that. And I'm just like, damn, I kind of, you can see this coming seasons ago because I'll get to that in a minute but I feel like every character has shown so much growth that I feel like Molly is just still the same she's still the same and it's so annoying because she's mad successful you know she's super successful and then she always puts herself in them situations that where she's hard to like. I think she's, you know, she sets a high standard for herself and she doesn't meet them expectations. It, it just like, ooh, but, you know. So, yeah, so then they go, you know, that they show that scene and then we go back four months before the block party because this whole season revolves around Issa Rae. Um, doing Issa, Issa, right? Issa, Issa doing her uh block party that she was inspired to do last season. So she's still linking up with you know her Molly comes to the crib and I actually want to do this. It's called they call it self care Sunday, and I'm like, oh that's dope. I mean I'm not much of a yoga person, uh, marijuana maybe, but um. You know anything to relax me because my anxiety gets the best of me, but that's another situation. But you know, I just thought that was so dope, and you know, just seeing my girls <sighs> Kelly. <sighs> Everybody needs a Kelly in their life. I, my reflection on this episode is going to be a l- little bit all over the place because I'm just going off the top of my head. I should have probably wrote something down. But I feel like it's more authentic when it just comes from, you know, as you're talking, as I'm recording and talking. <laughs> but um, I feel like everybody needs a Kelly in, in their life. She just says literally, literally whatever comes to her mind, the first thing that comes to her mind. And I, I ain't even mad at it. 
last season, she, she, I watched the Coachella episode. I think that's everybody's favorite episode. I, I watched the Coachella episode maybe like 10 times since it aired last, you know, almost in 2018. That is the funniest episode. And episode, why am I, I yawn. Excuse me. I don't, it's like contagious when I record. Like, I don't do it any other time except for when I'm trying to record. But, anyway, forgive me, please. But, yeah, Kelly is just a Natasha that plays Kelly. She is a gem. Oh my gosh, she needs protected at all costs. And I haven't seen her in more projects because she's just that funny. All right, I, if she doesn't stand up, I would be here for it. Here for it. She needs to do it. Um, Tiffany. Tiffany is another one. She's a trip. I just feel like, and it's, she gives me Tamar Braxton vibes from the hair to her outfits to just how she's just so over the top. It just And it's funny because Amanda Seals, she plays Tiffany. I feel like you know, she's on the reel, so I'm just, it's just that comparison. I don't know, it's just funny to me, but she, shoo. and new girl, Condola, I like Condola, you know, it, it's a little awkward, because she's dating Lawrence, and Issa, Issa finds out, Tiffany tried to play it off, like, she ain't no, she, you know, and that's supposed to be your friend, but I don't, I don't get it. I don't know why these people, why her friends are not informing. I mean, they're not together. I get it, you know, but, you know, they, if, but they know that Condola and, well, she, Tiffany, especially working with Condola, she knows Condola and uh, Issa are working on this block party and, it's, and you think, oh yeah, you're, you're kind of dating my ex if she's dating your ex, like, that have been the first thing that should have came up. Anyways, so that made it mad awkward, but you know that's expected. And, the most, but um, what I was really excited to see was uh, was Asian Bay, Andrew, and um, Molly. But I seriously think that Molly's going to ruin it because just in typical Molly fashion, she's going to ruin it like she always does. And she always tries to place herself to be this perfect, remember, a perfect Patty, you know, like she's perfect and she doesn't, nobody can do no wrong. And if you do wrong, then it's just like you're out the door. And that's not fair because everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has those that anyways. Um Yeah, but she she gets in her feelings when she finds out bro has a like another date and it's like did we make anything official? So I you know that was kinda weird. You know, I don't know what's the break between these seasons. Oh months, I think, because Tiffany's still pregnant, obviously, but so I can, okay. I take that back, so I can see why they maybe don't know if it's official yet. Are they exclusive to each other or whatever? But I get that, you know. But 
Um, I just don't see her. She's just, she needs to go back to therapy. And that's just all I have to say about that. I don't really know what, I guess I have to wait till the season progresses to see what Lawrence is up to. Um, but what I am glad is that he's also showing growth because he, you could tell he really thought about it because he could have really just ruined it when Condola came to him and said, I know your ex, I'm working with your ex. And he really could have shut that shit down. Like, nah, this is, you know, you can't work for her, but being mature, he, he did think about it. You could tell it flashed his mind, but he's not petty. And I think that's dope. It's like, we had history, but he's obviously interested in Condola. And I actually like them together. I feel like, although I might feel like Issa and Lawrence might have a hiccup and mess again this season, which I hope that I'm completely wrong. But I'm so over them. They're five years. It was what it was. It was what it was with them. And I think that chapter between them is closed because last season you saw them kind of come to a point. I don't think they can, they have to be best friends. They can be friends respectfully, respectful to each other. They do have the same group of friends because I believe what they met in college. So yeah, but, um, so I'm pretty curious, you know, how that is going to play out. But what I need them to elaborate on is Nathan. That's that's the biggest mystery to me this season is where is Nathan? When is he going to show up? I feel like they're going to do that. Just pop him, show him, put him back in the picture like they did uh, Lawrence. But I hope they don't wait till episode seven or eight. Like, bring him in at episode three. That'd be cool. Maybe even five, four or five. But just don't wait till, like, eight or nine because we get 10 episodes this season and people still begging for 10 uh for them for the series to be an hour and i just don't at first i was one of the people i was like why can't it be an hour but i get it it's a comedy and i think it's some guideline with the emmy nominations that you know you have to be in that guideline to be considered a a half hour comedy so i kind of i get it i respect it but yeah so you know Issa gets to her mixer and I'm just I'm really hyped like I know her I'm really excited for her like I know her or something like her character but I feel like when you're invested in a series and you watch them from where they you know from what they where they where they were at the beginning of the series you know to where they are now you're kind of like oh shit like, the sister's growing up, you know, and it's really, really, really showing. And I just, you know, back to Nathan, though, that's why I just really liked Nathan for her. But I really think, like, there were some underlining issues. He was, like, even seeing in his eyes when he last had his last conversation with Issa. And because, like, this whole thing revolves around his him hyping her, like, giving her the motivation to um to do this she had a vision she said it and he really encouraged her and I thought that was dope like she just met him for real so that's why I really like 
him, somebody different from that didn't know Issa outside of like Molly and Lawrence and all of their friends. He saw something in it. She had passion. He saw that passion and, and he encouraged her. And that's dope. And I feel like that's how a relationship should be. <laughs> encourage me. I will encourage you. Although me, don't get me started on me right now. That's a whole other story. But yeah, so I'm kind of jumping around. I'm probably missing some key points. No, let me get to this point. <sighs> I felt I felt Issa's pain. Little dis- her disappointment with Molly found out about um, Kendola and Issa working together in the history, what's going on with that situation. And I feel like Molly really doesn't have room to talk. I mean, she was basically messing with a married man who was in an open relationship. It cannot get any messier than that. Like, I, I, it can't. And for her to pour salt on Issa, especially at that at the end of her mixer, that was that was that was grimy. And I think Molly needs to go back to therapy because there's obviously still some things she needs to work out within herself and that's probably gonna be her downfall or their down the downfall in their relationship because I think Molly's so used to Issa being I don't know I guess a like a mess up, a failure, whatever, you know, always needing her. Always needing her. And Issa's on the on the rise. And Condola I feel like Condola's done more for her in a whole episode than I've seen Molly do for Issa in this couple seasons. No, I take, the, I mean, I say that to an extent because they have, I like their friendship though. But she's kind of testing my patience in just this one episode, but it's obviously there's going to be some jealousy there. But yeah, so I'm hyped. I'm excited. I love when we see, I love seeing a show with a black cast that is just dope and doing dope things. Molly's a lawyer. Tiffany works for a, with a a firm of Issa's doing the music thing, you know, like it's just dope all around dope. And I, I don't know why I feel, I hope I'm wrong, but I feel like this season might be it. 10 episodes. Maybe that's why we're getting 10 episodes, but I wouldn't mind, you know, if they decided to expand, expand the, um, insecure universe, maybe, um, Maybe end it with a movie, HBO movie or whatever, maybe, or or a, a two-hour series finale. Spinoffs, I, spinoff ideas, um, I know Issa, it would be weird to have Kelly have her own spinoff, although I, I want Kelly to have her own spinoff because, but I know, you know, then that dy- dynamic would have to involve Molly and Issa and definitely Tiffany. Because that's I think Tiffany and e- Tiffany and Kelly are like close. Like it's all four like Molly, Issa, Tiffany, and Kelly. But like it's always Issa and Molly and Kelly and Tiffany. So I mean it could work because I know like as soon as Insecure ends, Issa's booked and Yvonne that plays Molly, she's booked as well. So I I get it. You know I don't think that might work but another I feel like the one who I feel like should have his own spinoff and he's highly underrated he comes in 
the episodes he's in, he comes hardcore, and I really, really laugh my ass off. Um, it's Amal, Issa's brother on the show. He is funny. I wouldn't mind seeing a series based around him in some form or some way. Um, I think if they really thought about it and developed it the right way, it could work. He's black, outspoken, gay. And it, just, it would be dope. It would be dope. Um, if around it, depending on the treatment of a series, that could be excellent. I have a title for it too, but I'm not going to say it because I think I, I'm, ain't nobody taking my, you know, my title. Actually, that's a, it's the title of my book, but I, I see it for the show. But anyways, yeah, so I'm excited. The seasons, I don't know, really know what to expect. I have my, I have some thoughts, but now I'm just rambling, but I am excited and Sundays are finally going to be, well, Sundays are always amazing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. But Insecure is back and that's all that matters and that's where it's at. And I really, and if, if you're a fan, of, I know, just keep a lookout for the music. I'm going to try and post music that I hear from the, you know, find from the series and post it on the Ryan Out Loud page. And if you listen this far, I appreciate you listening. I've rambled a lot. You've heard me yawn a few times. It's Monday. I didn't got off of work. I'm tired. I want to drink, but it's too, it's too early. We'll see how I last by. We'll see how I feel by Wednesday. <laughs> yes, but thank you again for listening to me ramble. This is it's your boy Ryan Lewis, and it's another episode of Ryan Out Loud, the Insecure breakdown special or whatever you want to call it it's been real peace out